Y'all see it on the Zoom? Yep, yes, it. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 85 of Divi Chat. Today, we're going to talk about video marketing and why you should be doing it, why you may not want to do it. Well, there's no reason why you shouldn't do it. Everybody should want to do it. So we're going to kind of cover some video marketing things. We've got an awesome panel. And before we get kicked off on the topic today, let's introduce ourselves. And let's start with ladies first. Hi, Leslie. Hi. Um, Leslie Burnell here down in San Antonio, Texas. Um, and I am a designer on WordPress websites. And you can find me at a girl in her Mac design. Fantastic. All right, Leslie. Let's go with our good buddy, Josh, who's joining us again, finally. Josh Hall. David, you're so kind, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, he, he's Brea's dad now. <laughs> yeah, Josh, yeah. Brea's Not dad. Josh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and it is Brea. A lot of people say Brea, Brea. or Brie. I was going to ask you. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Six, one, half dozen, the other. Uh, so my name is Josh Hall, and I am based in Columbus, Ohio. You can find me at joshhall.co where I have a lot of Divi tutorials, WordPress info, and coming soon, some courses stuff I'm working on. That I've decided that I'm going to move forward with courses because I think I just love teaching and I love training and I love seeing people build their businesses around WordPress and Divi. So that's what I'm going to do. Awesome. Awesome, man. All right. Let's, let's go with John Wooten. Hey, y'all. What is up? Again, yeah, my name's John Wooten, owner at Artillery Media dot com uh theme and plugin designer at superfly psuperfly.com and then instructor at break into web.com glad to be here thanks for having me here guys and, and lady <laughs> go ahead Corey. all right Corey jenkins coming at you from prescott az where we will have no fireworks tomorrow i'm sad Aww. about that Oh, man. <laughs> you can find me at uh, divi.space, asthmagrowthstudios.com, potentplugins.com, and various places on the interwebs. Glad <laughs> to be here. Well, glad you're here, man. Hey, Tim. Hey, everybody. Tim Streifler here, and I am not broadcasting from my usual location in Austin, Texas. I'm actually in Southern California at Grandma's house. So, quick tour here. Yay, Grandma! Uh, yeah. So I'm on my, my phone's hotspot, so I might have unstable internet, but you can find me online at timstreifler.com, divilife.com, and wpgears.com. Fantastic. Glad you're broadcasting from Grandma's house in Southern California. <laughs> and my name is David Blackman with Aspen Grove Studios, Divi Space, WP Gears. Lots of places, just Google. David Blackman WordPress, and you'll probably find me. Uh, I'm super excited about this topic because I personally love video. I think it's, you know, it's obviously a, 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 a great way to market to potential customers. Um, it's very engaging. People enjoy it. But I, I think that it's going to only get bigger and bigger as, as the years go on. We're just tipping the, the iceberg with what you can do. Uh, with technology and, and streaming to all the different things. Like, for example, right now we're live streaming from six different locations around the country, the United States of America, to YouTube, and we're crystal clear. I mean, I'm on a cellular connection. Tim's on a cellular connection. I imagine the rest of them are on hard hardwired Internet, and that's the fantastic thing about video technology is now it's come to a point where you don't have to have a huge internet pipe running through your house in order to stream video or, or take advantage of video marketing like maybe you had to in the past. You don't even need big budgets to do it because guess what? This thing right here, <laughs> this cell phone, shoots 4K video, and it's pretty awesome. So, you know, you can go down to your nearest Best Buy, gear yourself up with a microphone and some video equipment and you can start, you know, marketing your, your products or your services with video. And you're probably going to find out that it's uh, going to do your business well, and you may enjoy it. It's a lot of fun. I have a lot of fun. So I really don't have a, a direct path of where we want to go with this conversation today. I'm going to be honest. Um, so I'm going to kind of open it up to the panel and, and, you know, I know, Josh is the one who brought the topic up, thought it would be good to discuss. And um, 
Yeah. So let's, uh, I'm going to toss it out there to you guys and let's see where we go with it. Well, I can start it off, David, since you kind of brought that up. And I, I guess for me, I'm very curious about video marketing because I've seen the power of it with my joshhall.co YouTube channel. And I certainly didn't anticipate the traction that I've got so far. And I say that modestly, it's not like, I don't feel like I've done anything too special. I'm kind of fumbling my way through it. And I'm just amazed at the engagement I've had and the amount of traffic that it's brought to my website, um, all with just tutorials. So YouTube in particular, I just love now. I, I didn't, I didn't really care that much before. I mean, I'd used it previously, but with the tutorials I've done and with the interview series I did, which several of you guys were on, it really just kind of opened up my eyes to how powerful YouTube is and video marketing is. And now I'm starting to get leads for my web design business and transit studios from a YouTube channel. So it's, it's incredibly powerful and there's really little, I, I think personally, it's the biggest return on investment time-wise because you can, you know, web design SEO is hard. If you want to rank, depending on how big your city is or what the competition is, it's really hard to rank on Google organically. Um, and then of course, you know, if you're going to networking events and all these other, you know, avenues that you can grow a web design business, it's a lot of time and a lot of work. I feel like YouTube is one of the quickest ways you can really make a presence and kind of be viewed as an expert. So I just love it. I, I've loved you know, what I've seen so far with it. So I'm excited to dive into getting into the nitty gritty to see if we can help, help some folks along the way. I do have a question from what you said. Why do you feel that way? Why do you feel like it's, you know, because I think you said some really important stuff. Mm. And if I'm listening to it, and maybe now it's too early to dive into it, but I would want to know why you as, feel that way. As far as why it's easy, one of the easiest. Yeah, yeah uh, well, it's one of the easier so Google, or I'm sorry, YouTube is, I kind of view it as a, a video search engine. And what's really cool about that, particularly like I know John's got a course, David, Tim, you guys have a course now. Um, several, several of us are doing tutorials and things like that. And with all the stuff that's going on with Divi space, people generally who are on YouTube are looking for answers. So they're a little bit hungrier. Like Facebook, let's be honest, Facebook, you're more or less interrupting people with ads. I mean, it, it's good and some, it, it, you know, some people convert, but Facebook is a lot of people who are doing other things. Um, same with Google, you might, you know, catch some people who are looking for a service, but a lot of times you're just interrupting with ads. Whereas YouTube, people are generally hungry looking for information. So I guess to answer your question, I, I almost think it's like a demographic thing, particularly if you're talking about tutorials and things like that, or somebody looking for an answer with Divi. Um, so that's one of the biggest pros for me. Yeah. That's one reason I love it. Yeah. Yeah, I think that, uh, piggyback off of that and answer your question, David. Uh, and actually, this is kind of something that David and I talked about on our podcast recently. We had a, a similar type episode where video allows you to get to know someone so much better. Because um, when it comes to like hiring someone, for example, you want to hire someone that you know and trust. And so seeing someone on video, whether it's through a tutorial or something like that, you feel like you know them right away. And so you're able to build credibility and trust so much quicker through video opposed to, you know, a lots of blog articles or, you know, networking stuff like that. And so video, you can reach so many people, but like people can still feel like they get to know you at the same time. Yeah. Good points. Absolutely. Okay. Show's over. Let's go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, I like, I want to, I want to second what, what Tim said. Um, that's why on a lot of the tutorial videos that I do that I post on Facebook, um, I made sure, so I use this one, I'm sure there's tons of great programs out there, but I use this one called Screencast-O-Matic Pro, and only because it, and I'm sure other ones do this too, but it allows to record my screen and then have me down in the corner, like, like and so you can watch me, mm -hmm. and I, I, the reason I do that is because I want that personal connection, I want them to feel like they're starting to get to know me, they start to get to know my mannerisms, my, my jokes, my, my face when I say something or I do something wrong, or I'm like, oh, that was dumb, why did I do that? But I want them to, to feel like they know me, to build that trust, right? And, and hopefully, if they, if they see me push something down the road or, or something like that, they'll feel like, oh, I should check that out. John's promoting that. So, yeah, that's, that's, so Tim, you're absolutely right. That's, that's exactly why I do that. Yeah, that, that's something we didn't start. I, I wish we would have started doing it earlier, but we used to, well, initially, we were just doing kind of written, um, you know, tutorials. And then 
you know, everything you read, there's different learning types and some people, you know, they, they want to read it. Some people want to watch a video. Um, but yeah, once we kind of found out, you know, to, to, you know, to put your picture in the bottom and it kind of adds that like trust factor, you know, especially if you're giving somebody like code snippets and, and things like that, it just kind of adds to the credibility and, and the trust of what you're doing. Totally. It kind of hits all three main areas, yeah, video, uh, audio. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Were you talking to him? There you go. You go. I, I was just going to say with, with, with YouTube and Vimeo as well, as you get video, audio, and the content, the text as well, if you're doing it in a blog post. So it really kind of covers a, a lot of the ways to communicate uh, much more efficiently, I think, than a, than a typical blog post. Or, I mean, I love podcasts and everything, but there is something about video to John's point. Like when you see their mannerisms, you, you know, you see their workspace and stuff like that it can make a lot of big difference. Yeah, I agree. I, I think it is. Go ahead, Tim. Yeah, definitely. And uh, we, we talked before and everyone gives me a hard time that they always see my product ads in <laughs> the, the Facebook newsfeed and everywhere they go. It's like following them around. Um, and so on that note, and I don't want to take credit for this because I took a page out of, uh, you know, Elegant Themes Make Roaches book uh, in terms of, you know, showing your face and promoting the product. And so I kind of just, you know, replicated that on my own. Um, and that, I think building that trust and the credibility factor, uh, you know, when you're trying to sell a product and, and push something, you know, something it's psychological, they can look into your eye and they can see your face, show that you're passionate about it, that you're not someone that's trying to scam them. They can see that the person behind the brand and the product. So they feel a lot more comfortable. And so, um, you know, that's kind of what I've built a lot of my business off of is, you know, kind of basically that model. Well, I, I, I want to talk about, you've kind of given me some ideas of things I think would be good for our viewers to, um, you know, watch. And that is obviously we can, you know, creating product videos and stuff is one thing, but I think a lot of our audience probably builds websites for clients and stuff. And maybe if we talk about um, video marketing as it relates to client services, how you would use that to get more clients and stuff. Nice pillowcase, Tim. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's classic right there. Wow. That's grandma classic. Baby. <laughs> so, work of art. Hand, handmade. <laughs> they don't make them like that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Only washable light. Oh, yeah, so, so uh, yeah, let's talk about, you know, maybe video marketing with client services. I know Josh alluded to it. He's now starting to get clients for his web design business from YouTube. And I'm assuming that's because you've built the credibility. They trust you. They're looking for a, a specific niche. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah. The Josh Hall tutorials have definitely fed into that. But to your original question, the way I've done video for in transit studios for, for my clientele is in three main areas. One, I do have some videos on my site that are of me just in my basement with a white wall behind me with a couple light boxes. And then I, my little <laughs> webcam and I recorded some with an iPhone a couple of years ago and they're just outlining my services. So I talk about my website, maintenance and security plan, SEO, and a couple other services. So they can see the video of me walking through the services before they read the content. Uh, so that's one area. The second area is I have a whole client resources page with tutorials that I've done catered to my clients. So they're similar to the Josh Hall .code tutorials, but they're not Divi related specifically. They're covering Divi, but they go over kind of the main areas that basically just save me time instead of answering the same questions over and over. And then now I'm using video much more for video testimonials. Uh, a buddy of mine is a videographer here in Columbus, and he created a site called Magnify, which is awesome. It's actually a tool that I use to, you send them a link and then somebody can open up their webcam or just their computer, phone, or tablet, and they can do a video testimonial right for me, right when a project is done. So it's really cool. So if you guys want to check that out, you can go to my Intrinsic Studios site, and you can see kind of how I'm using those three. So That's cool. pretty awesome, because that's kind of hard. Getting video testimonials from clients is a task, and if you can send them to a website that does it for that's pretty awesome. all they yeah, do never mind uh, content of it's, it's <laughs> it is awesome all they do is click the link and then it as long as they have a camera on their phone tablet or computer it pops it open and they can record and i'm working on kind of a not a sales script but my email to them as far as why they would want to do it because 
you can take that video testimonial of theirs, put it on your YouTube channel, and then you can optimize it for SEO in your area. Yeah. So if an auto mechanic sends you a video testimonial, you can promote that in your area and it can boost them up too. So when people search auto mechanic yeah. in Columbus, you know, it can. Oh, dude, I'm, I'm awesome. loving what you're saying. I mean, I hope we blow up your buddy's new website, Magnify. <laughs> Let me put will you put my affiliate link in there first. We're, yeah. we're going to put we're going to put it in the show notes for sure. Yeah. That's the first time that I've heard that, you know, somebody built a platform around specifically that. And I'm sure there's other ones, but Yeah, it's awesome. You heard it here first, Josh, you shared it. We're it's your buddy. We're promoting it by golly. It's and like I said, I mean, you can check my site out to see how I'm utilizing it. It's a really powerful tool. It's awesome. Yeah, I think I think testimonials are really, really good video. Obviously, uh, you brought up a couple of really good points that you can use in your your web design client services business. Uh, video testimonials. I love how you talked about talking about your services. Um, that's a great idea, actually, yeah. as opposed to you know, a wall um, of text. I'm curious, Josh, if you've ever like have, have do you do you sell web design services like as a bundle with video included for clients? Or is that not something that you provide? No, I've never done video myself as a service. Um, yeah. my, the, we, I'm the, the guy I mentioned is in a referral group with me and we trade back a lot of referrals to each other. So generally I just forward them right to him. Okay. Yeah. Would that be John Wooten? <laughs> <laughs> we, have a, we have a videographer, photographer guy on retainer that does stuff for us and he's doing stuff for Superfly now. He actually did the the mm-hmm, which gets tricky to say. We really should have thought about that after before naming it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's great, but it's all you. So many it times. Great the, it sounded great in the in the boardroom coming up. With that one, right? Yeah, it's a I, 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 I mean, someone talk about it in a Facebook group. Like, yeah, there's some new menu plugin. I think it's called Yum or I wait. Looks good on type, but yeah, I can see like when you're actually like talking about it verbally, it, it's mm-hmm. hard to. Well, it's an ac- it's, I mean, it's an acronym, but like even in the tutorial videos on the site, I'm saying, mm-hmm. I'm waiting for someone to like do a compilation of me just saying, mm-hmm. <laughs> like Trump in the China, 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 uh, China. But we, yeah, yeah. Um, but he's, uh, yeah, we actually, we actually brought in, I think we were re- when we redid our website, we did more of a case study approach instead of, Hey, here's 30 websites that we've done. We did more so like, uh, hey, here's here's the challenge, here's our solution, and here's the results since then. And then we actually invited those clients into our, our old office space, and we actually videoed them. We gave them a, a, a gave them a gift card to do so, and um, and it was it was it was pretty good. It was okay. It was okay. I mean, it's cool to have the actual client on there talking about, yeah, since we launched the website, our revenue has done this, our sales have done this. I've used it this way. And I really liked how artillery did strategy and all this stuff. But another idea that I had was if, if why not, if, if I can't bring that client in for that, uh, I think sometimes the clients don't really uh, like, why not have a video of me on there talking about, Hey, this client came to us and here was, here was our thought process in tackling this thing. And you see, here's the final layout that we did. And this is why we put this here. And this is why we did this. And this is why we did that. And then your client, your, your potential clients would be like, wow, they really focus on the strategy, not just making it look pretty. And then you could charge more because it's actually a tool for them instead of just a a brochure. So that's that's kind of sales. I think, I think it would definitely help. Yeah. Yeah. I think you should do it, John. I think it's a great idea. Oh, I want to, I want to do it. My problem with video, my challenge with video is knowing when to like stop the video. I, I, I ramble. Anybody else a rambler on video? I'm a rambler. Not oh, me. Yeah. I'm, I'm so not hard. That's my challenge right there. <laughs> Leslie's the rambler yeah, in the group. <laughs> Leslie's the rambler in the group. You watch a 10 Everywhere minute tutorial. <laughs> you watch a 10 minute tutorial and it feels like forever, but when you record it, you look down and it's like, holy crap, I've been doing this for 22 minutes and I feel like I just started. It yeah. really goes quick. Uh, one cool way we're looking at redoing our, our main marketing video. So we have like a, a minute and a half. Yeah, I did a. The GDPR video tutorial. Who is that? That's oh, Tim. Tim comes oh, in about 30 seconds like, later. After he starts. Starts. That, was like, that, was, that was like, is somebody here we're not seeing? <laughs> yes, Lord. Get a screenshot. 
Tim, go. You want to try again? Try that again. Try that again. Okay. Sorry, guys. It's the connection. It's I, I was just uh, starting to say I recorded a. See, now it's not even worth it. All this build up. Uh, a recent tutorial I did on GDPR and common mistakes and stuff. It was 45 minutes long. And so it was just me talking for that whole <laughs> amount of time. So it, might, it was a little bit of rambling. I try not to ramble too much. But um, it's funny when David and I do podcast. Grandma's Wi-Fi is catching up yeah, with you. Yeah, yeah. Let me. Uh, let's yeah. put the. Oh. <laughs> oh. Tim, whatever you're saying, I'm sure it's awesome. Buddy. <laughs> it's like we're the taking Matrix. It, we're, the we're taking it over yeah. to John Wooten, who's going to us about his new thing. <laughs> it's just the audio is just like still coming in. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I know what he's saying because. Uh, <laughs> hold on, let's. I'm gonna do, use a feature I've never used on Zoom before. I'm gonna put him on Are hold. Are you gonna boot him? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we put, we put him on hold. He's in the waiting room. <laughs> we love you. Oh, we really got an hour show. <laughs> he's, Wait, we can still hear him. I can still hear him. Can still going? Oh my god. Can you imagine you? <laughs> Let's go ahead and type. His type grandma's streaming uh, recipe <laughs> recipe videos. Oh man, that was funny. <laughs> I know what you're saying because I did like a 40 minute video once, and this one guy commented like, "It'd be great if you could put in like time markers and what you're talking about when and stuff." And it's like, yeah, sorry. yeah. I, I think I think when you're talking and just kind of flowing naturally, and you're kind of doing like your opinion. Like if you were talking about GDPR and you're doing it more of like my opinion, kind of my, you know, what my philosophy is behind it, that works better than like a straight, like technical tutorial for 30 straight minutes, you know? Cause some people will kind of sit and listen to you venting and and just, just kind of flowing with it as opposed to like a really structured uh, talk. So I guess it kind of depends. Like, you know, like the people that just like broadcast from their cars, like. All right, I was driving and I pulled over to, to this is popped in my head and I gotta film this now. Yeah, they cannot wait any longer. They yeah. gotta, gotta pull out, gotta do it in the car. Yeah. So important. That's how important it is. Yeah. No, I I feel you there. And I think another another thing I do on tutorial videos, uh, you wouldn't want to do this on your marketing videos, but on tutorial videos, if I get stuck or something doesn't work, I let it roll. And I'm like, okay, why didn't that work? Let me look. Let me see. Because I think they get an opportunity to see your troubleshooting method that you do. And of course, they could be screaming, hey, you put a comma instead of a right. semicolon. You know? They're trying to correct. It is kind of a healthy mix I of both. It. It's, it's a healthy mix of both for sure. And if I can offer any advice, anyone doing either tutorials for your business or for clients, if you're doing any, you know, really any sort of anything for clients or, or people where you're showing them how to do something is just let it run and you can always edit it out. So similar to John, I don't use the one for the program that you use, John, but I use ScreenFlow for Mac, which is a really sure. handy, very simple. It's kind of similar to iMovie. It's just a little beefed up from that. Um, but if I have to burp or something, or if my internet's laggy and it's like, ah, oh, crap, I used to like stop and then start over. And then it just hit me one day where I'm like, why don't I just let it go and I'll just chop it out. I mean, later. you can edit it to where, you know, as long as it's not a massive change, generally it's fine. Um, so I do that all the time to where, yeah, you want to be real and you want to, you know, keep it real, but you don't want to sit in silence for 30 seconds where you're like, uh, let's see, you know? So that's yeah. just kind of, uh, some things that I've learned along the way with tutorials. Um, going back yeah, to the, I do, let me just say something real quick, John, before you jump in there, it is raining literally cats and dogs. Don't know if you can see the, the downpour. Oh, wow. Oh Yeah. My, my power oh. just went out, but fortunately, laptops and Wi-Fi internet connection, mine's not dependent on plugs, so we should be good. But if you if you see me go fine. with odds, it's because this monitor went out and y'all are on this monitor. So. Oh, wow. Should... I, I haven't seen rain in months, man. <laughs> All right. Go ahead, John. What were you going to say? Uh, I was going to say when we were – so uh, another friend of mine and I built this uh, – website service called my brilliant site it's one it's like one page websites for folks getting into motivational speaking 
and he's a very successful motivational speaker. But when we were building the designs for that, we have three different designs. Um, he, we, we launched those designs and then we did some user testing on those designs. And so you're watching these folks like react to the page and so many of them, maybe, so they're, they're brand new. They don't know what the, the speaker does or what they do. Right. And so, and you can see them pull the page up and so many of them would be like, okay, so it's David Blackman. Oh, there's a video. And they go right to the video. Like it just overrode their whole senses. As soon as they saw a promo video, they went to it. Didn't matter what they were reading. Oh, there's a video. And that, from that day forward, it was like, okay, website. I told, I told Brennan the other day, our guy on retainer, I was like, hey man, I don't, I, I feel you. I don't understand why solid media, solid photos and a solid video would not be on a, on a business owner's top of the list when it comes to the website. I just feel like the photos and media, especially the video, can make or break a site. And since that day of watching those random users just, oh, a video, oh, oh, video, oh, they have a video. It was just like, wow, you yeah. know, so. Well, I believe it. I know I'm, I'm a, you know, visual person, you know, even in my learning style, I'm very much a visual learner as opposed to a reader. So um, I totally relate to that. If there's a video there, I'd rather watch the video than read the wall of text and stuff. So, yeah, totally. Um, yeah. Got a question here from uh, Josh R. Um, do you guys feel like every client's homepage should have a video? And do you push for this um, for this to your referral network? Does it work for like every industry or is it is it? I, I, I think so. I mean, I, it's tough to what's ideally every client would have a video that you could put on there. But what's tricky about that is first you have to have a, you know, a reputable video person that you could send them to that isn't going to be terribly expensive because video can get very, very expensive. Um, a lot more than web development generally, because you're looking at like, depending on how it's going to work, you're looking at on location shoots variety of post editing and it can get really, really expensive for a good videographer. Um, so I, I do have a video guy, like I said, that I refer a lot to, but not every client is probably going to use him. Like a mom, Paul pizza shop. It's probably not going to be able to afford his video services. Yeah. And, um, and bad video can kind of sometimes do probably more harm than good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, really let me ask a quick question then, because there are, and this will be you guys' opinions. I have my own opinion on it, but I'll let y'all speak first. What about these animated videos that you can go to companies like Fiverr and stuff and create a whiteboard video, an animated video that's a little bit more cost effective for smaller mom and pops? Do you feel like that type of video marketing is, you know, effective at all? Maybe not as good as the full blown production, but do you feel like that one? How do you feel about those? I think personally, those are good for products or some sort of explainer on how something works. But if it's service-based, if you're working with people, I, I don't like those just because those aren't the people, even if they're animated, they, it's a different feel. So I don't know. That's kind of my two cents on those. I was thinking of the pizza guy, you know, animated and he's throwing dough in the air and Hey, we make pizzas. And, you know, <laughs> I was just thinking of, you know, something more cost effective, you know, for video marketing and stuff. Definitely but an option. They work, but I, I agree with you. There's nothing that's going to replace the human face of the company. So if I can, if John makes pizzas and, and I and see show, John showing the actual pizza yeah. instead of like a drawing yeah. of it, yeah, yeah, I feel like I know John and I want to go eat at John's restaurant. So I want, I, I want to eat there. I want to make it. The close up, then put the ingredients on the pizza, fresh, yeah. bright ingredients. Like, yeah, boom, sold. We've gotten some comments. Animoto, cunt. Yep. I have no clue, Josh R., but maybe so. I'm, I'm not familiar with those platforms. It's talking about animated videos. And stuff. I have I have been stuck in like a, a too long of a video, like where the, the hands like writing on the right on the whiteboard after five minutes. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I cannot watch this anymore. <laughs> When's like the And there's no like controls either. It's like one of those landing pages. Right. There's no video control. So you can't afford it. And you're like, how long is how, how much longer can this hand be writing what the guy's saying? Uh, anyway, so not that. Don't do that. Yeah. Yeah, I thought uh, Nelson in our comment chat on YouTube had a good question about asking if the video should basically be the same content that's written on the page. And um, 
I feel like from an SEO's perspective, there's a lot of benefits to that, particularly for tutorials, or if you have like an SEO page and you keyword the video, like you keyword the post, Google and YouTube are basically, you know, two search engines working with each other. So that can really, really beef that up. Um, so yeah, I mean, it is, I think David, you were just doing a two in one there, right? It is well, one number one and number two search engines, okay, yeah. right. Google and YouTube. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. And then we'll just call it a two in one. Cause it is kind of a two in one. If, I mean, I found that with my tutorials, generally YouTube does better cause I get more traction on that. And my, my, my actual page tutorials on joshhall.co aren't written out in detail. Um, but there's enough there to where some of them are pulling up, you know, with each other. So it's kind of, you kind of take up two spots. If you do that on Google, you have your YouTube and you have your website posts. Well, we have definitely upped our video game. I don't know if you've watched any of our videos of, of late. Uh, we hired a person full-time on staff that does videos for us and stuff. And she's really, really talented. I'm excited. I'm super excited because we have that ability in-house now. And we can do a lot more video production. Uh, obviously, we've stepped up our game on the webinars on Facebook, SJ and I have done, tried to do weekly, you know, good, valuable content and stuff. Not like pitching our wares, you know, we're not out there, hey, come buy our stuff. We're like showing legitimate. And I think that if you're going to do video marketing or any type of marketing and stuff, you're going to get more people if you bring value to them. So John does tutorials, Josh does tutorials you hear how it's how well it's working for them. We do tutorials and stuff. Um, it does build trust. It does build credibility and establishes you as, as an authority in your niche. But I have seen a massive, you know, return since we started doing the video webinar tutorials type kind of things. I mean, it has been crazy insane, the engagement that we've been getting and stuff for the videos. Now, We've been doing them on Facebook. We haven't even been doing them on YouTube. We've been live streaming to Facebook and uploading to YouTube and Vimeo. So they're there for people to watch, but we've made a decision for whatever reason to launch them through our Facebook page so that, you know, maybe our social media channels can get a little extra love and stuff. Um, and we had zero subscribers, you know, a couple of months ago when we launched the Divi Space YouTube channel, which believe it or not, Divi Space did not have a YouTube channel. And now it's got almost 400 subscribers. So I yeah. know Josh has got a few thousand. John, I don't know how many you we're, have. We're catching we're you, little, man. We're catching we're the low kids on the block, you know. I'm happy with my 400. Yeah, yeah, right on. Yeah. So, so you I, know, oh, go ahead, John. Uh, no, you, you go ahead, man. I was just going to say, David, you mentioned Vimeo. I think it might be worth talking about vimeo versus youtube and what okay. the pros and cons are for both because yeah. i've always been fascinated by there's you know on youtube there's unlisted videos private videos and public and then with vimeo you have a lot more restriction I, i've heard yeah. recently that you don't want to do youtube if you're doing any sort of paid course because it's not locked and i, I don't yeah. know like john i know um and obviously david with you guys with divi space anyone doing a course you guys use vimeo yeah. right yeah we do use vimeo yeah um I mean, we can both talk to it and stuff. I know why I like Vimeo versus YouTube and stuff. Um, some of the things that the difference is you, you do have a lot of control with Vimeo. Now, we pay for the pro plan, so yeah, YouTube is free. And what I YouTube has a lot of regulations and restrictions about what you can and can't do on their platform. That's one of the huge differences with Vimeo and YouTube, in my opinion. What I like about Vimeo, a few of the highlights is obviously you can lock content down. Um, you can, you know, you can use conditional logic on Vimeo just like you can on your website. So if you have a website that you want to drive traffic to, and if that video comes up on that website, you can insert the URL for that video on Vimeo and it will only show on that website. It doesn't matter if somebody grabs the link, puts it on their website. It's not going to play. It has to be coming from that website. So that's huge. It allows you to do presets. Um, that's what I like. We've got several people uploading videos to Vimeo at the same at different times. Our, you know, some of our staff may not be versed on 
um, what our presets need to be on our videos. Like, does this one need to be private? Does this one need to be public? Does this one need to be this? So we'll set a preset to where every single video that gets uploaded automatically gets loaded into private. We put these, you know, we show what controls we want to show. We control it 100%. And then we go in after the fact and edit if it's a public video. So I love Vimeo. Um, I'm really liking it. John can speak to it as well. Those are some of the things that I love about it. This is going to sound like such a designer thing to say, but I just think Vimeo's player is more is beautiful. It's like that's my that's why, <laughs> that's why I like it. It just I looks I better. Like videos, but as far as watching, I, I would prefer Vimeo because the UI is just nicer. <laughs> yeah, the YouTube one looks kind of cheap, doesn't it? Like, ah, eh, you know, <laughs> Vimeo's. Well, they branded like themselves really well. That's for sure. The YouTube one. Yeah, I think it depends on what you know. It really depends on what. So the tutorial videos, what, what kind of video you're doing. Like if I'm doing a marketing, I mean, I would, if I'm a marketing piece for our website, I'll put it on both, but I'll embed the Vimeo player on the site because I like it better, better looking. But a couple cool things we have going on on our, so I just looked today and some of our YouTube tutorial videos that I've done, one of them has like 26,000 views. I didn't even know that. But it's, mm. the part, it's a particle ground one. So if a developer wants to make a Divi particle ground plugin, there's a market, there's 26,000 views, go for it. Um, but a lot, another video has 12,000, another one has 10,000. And then what we have set up is if someone comments on one of those videos, um, it'll, it'll notify the support team through Zendesk or something like that. There's some integration they have set up where those comments go straight to the support team because we were having all these comments and I wasn't checking YouTube every day for these comments, you know, and. No, none of us really were. And so there, we, I'd log in and there'd be like 12 comments and I would feel like, oh my gosh, I've been super rude. I haven't, you know, so that's, that's cool that they have that with YouTube. But yeah, for the, for the core stuff that you guys are doing and that we're doing, Vimeo is the way to go for all the reasons, all the reasons that, that David said. That's a great point though, John. So just to know that you can integrate YouTube with like a Zendesk or I'm, I'm hoping like a Help Scout or something like that. I'm that's sure, huge because yeah. I, I'm in that spot now where I'm getting enough comments to where it's like every couple of days I block out some time to hit them. But you know, if it continues to grow, that's like a part-time job. Yeah. It, it looks like there might be some, some zaps. Um, zap that, zap. Yeah. How do you say that? Zap. And zap. is it, I, I call it Zapier. Zapier. That's what I call Zapier? it. Yeah. Zapier. Well, I say Vimeo, not zaps, like, Yeah. <laughs> I like how Vimeo sounds so Vimeo. Fancy. Yeah. Vimeo. <laughs> Tomato, tomato. <laughs> yeah, Zapier, Zapier. Yeah, it looks, looks like they do have some integration. So that's something okay, we'll so look at because we use Help Scout too. So that's cool. So, um, so basically like, like YouTube is is probably the way to go if it's like a promo video, you have a new product or a service, you want you want to get it out to a lot of people and have it be found. Uh, Vimeo, you just kind of, it's, it's more for um, private type stuff, maybe stuff that you don't want to um, you know, be shared and, and go viral necessarily. That's exactly how I view it. Yeah. yeah. The, the Vimeo is stuff for, for the private. Cause you can make a video unlisted in YouTube, like my service videos, one for SEO and stuff like that. Um, I had just unlisted cause I don't really care if those get out. I, I wasn't purposely promoting them. Now I have them public, but I do have some videos that are like walkthroughs for my joshhall.co stuff, like product walkthroughs to where if those get out, I don't really care. It, you know, it could potentially lead to more sales, hopefully so. Um, but it is unlisted. Like I don't want that publicly on my channel. Um, so yeah, yeah, I think it's a good su way to summarize it for sure, Corey. Yeah, um, for, oh, go ahead. Go ahead, John. Um, I was going to say for, for our Superflyer membership, technically they get like a tutorial a month ahead of time before anybody else does. So I just mark that one as unlisted because I know after a month I'm going to list it. And so I, that one just stays in, in YouTube. And if, if it gets out before the month, uh, whatever, you know, where the course videos, like I don't want those out at all. I want to lock them down on the per site basis. So, yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, Let's, I want to talk about a few other things that I think are important when you're producing video marketing content and stuff that pertain to YouTube and um, Vimeo. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> maybe we'll, we'll, we'll get it going, Vimeo. That's right. You heard it here first. Leslie Bernal, trademark. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I want to talk about, because I have some experience with, a couple of different communities that I'm in. And I think this is important. 
thumbnails for your videos, custom thumbnails. Mm -hmm. I think as you get into more video production, more video marketing, more video content, you get more subscribers and people are coming to your channel. They want to be able to scan really fast and see what pertains to them and what they want to watch and stuff. And if they, if you've just got YouTube's default, it's just grabbing an image usually from around the beginning of your video uh, and, and posting it as the thumbnail. I personally think that having some, it doesn't even have to be the title of the actual video that you're doing. I think it needs to be something attention grabbing, some type of text, you know, like, you know, fix Divi, for example. And I, I don't know, I've never used yeah. That's it. such a great point, David. I mean, it, thumbnails are huge. I think what I've found some success in with mine is three main things that I try to hit for every thumbnail is an image of myself since it's a tutorial. So somebody new, it's just something to where if you see a video of like how to fix Divi's header with text or how do you fix Divi's header with a person there, you're probably going to go with the person. There's just, it just adds that trust factor like we talked about earlier. So I always try to add an image of myself and some people probably feel like that's very vain, but honestly, it just helps. If, if you're going to do this, you, you need to put yourself out there like that. Um, so image of yourself, a title to your point, David, sometimes if it's a long YouTube title, I'll just shorten it for the text. I'll just say like Divi header fix, like you said, or something like that. And then it's kind of tricky to put too much in there because you don't want to get it all jumbled up. But generally, I'll try to have like a screenshot of the actual work. That way they kind of see what we're going to do. So those three things I've found to really help my channel. And if you want to lock down super slam dunk, just add now with an exclamation point all caps at the end of whatever your title is and you got them. Well, or we could just grab SJ's booty shot from his Facebook. Yeah, that's right. right on there and it's, there it is. There it is. Well, we are developing the, what we're calling the SJ module where it adds a handsome man to any web page that you build with the Divi website. <laughs> I need it. Um, I'll, I'll beta test that. Is there anything else that you guys feel like let's talk about because we haven't really talked about getting in the weeds of video marketing and stuff. And we've talked about thumbnails. What about tagging? How do you guys feel about tagging? What's your process? Is there any tips that we can give the audience on how you should properly tag the videos and stuff? I'll talk last in case you guys steal my ideas. I'm okay with it. If you want me to talk, I'll go first. I have a, I mean, I have a, I have a preset list of tags that I usually grab, like the, the typical ones, you know, Divi, WordPress, design, web, graphic, you know, stuff like that. And then I'll add a few that are custom to that video at the end. That's usually what I do. Okay. Same here. And that's a good point just to have like a template of Dilly, uh, Dilly Divi, elegant themes, Dilly, you know, Dilly. Web design, something Dilly. like that. New uh, page builder. Yeah, the new page builder. Uh, but it is good instead of typing that out over and over again, which uh, I did way too long. Yeah, if you use Instagram, you're used to having to save a bunch of hashtags already. So, <laughs> should should your tags kind of correspond to like the? Um... Don't don't do anything, Corey. Don't give our top secrets away. Oh, oh, <laughs> listen, oh, after asking, listening, the after listening to these two guys, I'm not sure I want to share my tagging tip yet. <laughs> I'm just playing with you. Yeah, yeah I, I, was gonna, I was kind of asking, like, you know, just for sake of the conversation and stuff. But should should the tags kind of correspond to the um, to the title and the description text as well? Um, do you try to have those coincide, or are they just kind of different? Well, yeah, on the tutorial videos, yeah, I do. I mean, if I'm, if I'm doing a tutorial on how to implement, uh, like I just did one, how to implement uh, that shining text thing. So sure, I'll, I'll grab a couple words from the title, key, a bunch of the key, couple of the keywords. Um, but now I'm really interested in hearing what David has to say. <laughs> well, I've been testing some things out just to try different things. Obviously, Google is, YouTube is a search engine, number two search engine in the world. So if you're going to do video marketing, it's not a bad idea to put it on YouTube. I'm going to take a step back and I'm going to tell you my own philosophy. I don't uh, discriminate on where anything that we create goes. I put it on all the platforms. If they find us on Vimeo, YouTube, our website, the more the better is my kind of uh, stance on it. What I've been trying to do with tagging is, for example, I'll use Divi Nonprofit, our 
latest child theme that we launched and I wanted to do some testing and stuff. So, um, and this is just how my brain works. It's try out new things, see if it works or not. Um, so what I'll do is I've started typing in whatever it is that I'm doing. Uh, now obviously Divi is a pretty well-known keyword and a lot of stuff's going to populate. I want to see what people are searching for when I start typing in, you know, nonprofit, for example, and I'm looking, YouTube is going to auto populate the top 10 things that automatically. So I've tried, you know, if I feel like it's, it's, um, it pertains to my video and the audience that would be searching for those, I go ahead and I grab those keywords and I put them in the tag. So just because I'm not a, you know, um, nonprofit fundraiser, you know, for example, and I'm just pulling one out of my yin yang, but that's you know, a good I'll point. put the tag in there. And you know what? We got like a ton of views. Nice. Now, do I care if it, they are web developers that are looking at Divi nonprofit theme? Absolutely not. Because they may be business owners that see it that are in the nonprofit industry and it just, it pings them. You know, it's like, oh, well, that's a pretty nice looking theme for whatever reason. So I'm just testing some things out. I can't. I can neither confirm nor deny whether this is. Yeah. And on the, on the opposite <laughs> side of that, because if you're doing tutorials or something to where you're not making money from your videos directly, it, it is time consuming. It, it's, it's an art to get used to doing it quicker. But I know for me personally, I, I haven't gone to like Google search console or really got in depth with the SEO. All I do when I tag is just think, what would I search for? I'd probably put Divi icon menu or, you know, something like that. I, I, generally keep it pretty simple and it seemed to work out all right. I mean, I have a Google analytics tutorial that's um, getting up there in numbers. And I think I just put Google analytics, Google analytics, 2018, you know, just, just some, yeah. some quick things like that, that help. And, um, and yeah, that's keeping it, keeping it simple goes a long way. Yeah. Those are just some of the things that we're trying out and stuff. And I'll, I'll let you know in six months, if we do another video, how that how it kind of works out and stuff but logically it makes sense that if if it pertains to your your video in any shape form or fashion that it may not now google will youtube will cap you at the number of keywords that uh tags that you can put in there and stuff so um at least i think so am i wrong (laughs) i like it i think the next video i do i'm just gonna like put popular tags like Divi, LeBron, James, Lakers, Donald Trump. <laughs> That's what I think I'm going to put on there. Hey, man, if you're making that video, then I say, go. I think you should tag all of them like that. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, so we've talked about tagging. We've talked about thumbnails. We've talked about the platforms where you can stream. How do you guys feel about some of the other streaming? How do you feel about streaming versus, you know, video streaming versus you know static video that you upload like we're doing now as long as, as i like it as long as people can rewatch it because i rewatch these I, I watch these during the yeah. week while i'm working yeah i love repurposing content so if yep. you can if you can kill multiple birds with with the same stone then great so if we're doing live we love it We'll repurpose it to other. other Same here. And there are pros and cons to both. I know like with the interview series I did, it was nice to be able to cut out some things if we had Wi-Fi problems or if somebody said something that you're like, you know what, do you mind taking that out? Um, It's nice to be able to edit that. So that's the only, that's one con of of live streaming it. Which which today was a good example. Poor Tim. We'd have to cut him out. (laughs) Tim, come back, Tim. Go to start, drive to Starbucks, drive to Starbucks, get on that Wi-Fi. Yeah, I was going to say, Josh, like when you had David on your show and, and you had to cut out, he was cussing for like five minutes straight. Oh, man. David was extremely <laughs> vulgar. Or I don't know, it was actually eight hours, but it trimmed down to an hour and a half. Yeah. yeah. I've been hanging uh, around Leslie too long. <laughs> um, I do want to say this, and, and I'll, I'll, I'm going to step back. Obviously, we're live streaming to YouTube and Facebook, and there's huge benefits in doing that. I'm mainly referring to some of the other services like Twitch some of the, you know, other platforms that are now starting to get traction outside of the gaming world, so to speak. 
um, you know, because Twitch started as a, a, a live streaming platform for gaming and stuff. And it's, I mean, it's a, it's a pretty legitimate big search engine that's being used for not just gaming anymore. You businesses are using it. Uh, Instagram has, what is it? IGTV now or something. There's some other, you know, platforms and stuff that I think, um, I think uh, personally, all of it's valuable. It's all about your bandwidth, you know, pick and choose what might work best for your company, do some research and, you know, dive in, don't hesitate to dive in there. And our video guy was telling us, telling us the other day, <clears throat> he was our a client of ours that like stories right now, he's like, you know, Facebook and Instagram, yeah. probably on the, on the, on the live, on the IGTV, they want to push that content pretty hard. And so if you do a story or uh, Instagram TV, they're going to, they're going to push that. They're going to, in their algorithm, they're going to favor that because they want folks to start using that. So I've never been huge on the stories, but I'm like, I probably should do it. Why am I not doing a story on, Hey, every two hours, here's my updated progress on this build or this design or whatever. Why am I not doing that? I don't know, but I need to. So, now, uh, Craig, oh, sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. Dan. Go ahead. No, you go uh, ahead. I was uh, on our, on our comment thread on YouTube, Craig Grant had a good question about how to deal with negative comments on people. So obviously this could apply to any sort of blog, but particularly on YouTube. Yeah. Um, I, for, I'm fortunate to not have too many negative comments so far, but I'm anticipating more and more, but I did have one come in that just said, you're just complete rubbish. And uh, I got a little sassy with it. That sounds I, like SJ. I know, right? It might have been. I said, uh, I said, finally, some negative comments coming in. You know, when you're onto something successful, if, if you get negative comments. And he never responded back. So yeah. I think it just depends. I, I think the thing, honestly, though, with negative comments is if it starts draining you and you find yourself getting sucked into that hole where you're fighting with people online, you got to just negate that immediately. Yeah, I, th I think, it, you know, as humans, like your first, uh, your first reaction is to get defensive and probably write something negative back, but sometimes it's better just to ignore them. I mean, a lot of times the negative comments don't even pertain to, to, you know, to anything like they're not even like, you know, valid comments. Like that person just wrote that didn't give a reason why you're rubbish or anything. Yeah. So you know. I, sometimes people mistakenly, or they come across wrong too in text. I found that to where I've, I've responded nicely to a couple and then they were really cool on the response yeah, yeah. and in particularly if somebody doesn't speak english as their first language they might say they might type things differently so i've tried to be oh, yeah. a little more aware of that as well john what's your policy on negative comments well number one since the since the comments go straight to the support team a lot of times i don't see those uh but number two i would do what Corey said i just i just leave them be and usually someone else will come to your defense yeah. for you and, yeah and, that and, tends and to happen going to the support team they're probably pretty good at dealing with like negative stuff coming in and yeah not not you know letting it bother them you know because uh you know <laughs> they, hear, they hear it all the time <laughs> stuff come in and then yeah you know you can totally flip it around 180 and and make them happy after that that are all the, uh, like for example when our when we did our so we did a promo video for for mm -hmm when it came out and different than what we normally do we had we had the, our video guy work it up and part of the idea was hey there's so many features in this thing we we want to show features really fast in this video because it has to be under a certain time length for facebook anyway and we, and so we wanted the back half to be more explanation and the front half but you could do this you could do that and this and that and this and that and one we had a few comments. A lot of people said they love the video, but a few comments like, this is way too fast and blah, blah, blah. And it's too much info. And I would write, that's, that's what we want. We want you to feel like, wow, I'm, I'm overloaded with how much this thing can do. Um, so in that case, the negative comments were like, well, that's what we meant. So sorry, but not sorry. Um, sorry. I'm not <laughs> sorry. sorry. Can, 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 you, can you say the name of that again? Plug in real quick. <laughs> That's the Leslie, how, Leslie, how do you do the uh, negative mm -hmm. comment? Uh, negative comment. Um, I'm trying to think of a situation because I don't do video. Well, uh, you, you shared some well, stuff period. Um, yeah, I, I get the I get the emails. Um, I, I mean, after a few, at first I get defensive, of course. Um, of course, when it's through email, all you can get sometimes is an IP address. They don't ever you know, leave their real email or I don't really know who they are, but, but I don't know. You just kind of got to let it roll off your back. There's, there's strangers there don't affect you, you know, personally really. So 
just got to kind of learn to ignore it. Josh R has sage yeah. advice in the chat and says, don't feed the trolls. I think that's yeah. a good model yeah, to live here, by. Here's, here's kind of my philosophy on negative comments. I have a couple of points I want to make. Um, okay, bring them on. It doesn't hurt us. The reason why I say is because Facebook, YouTube, Google, all of their algorithms have factored in engagement. They don't look at the engagement of whether right. or not it's negative <laughs> or positive. It's they true. care about likes, shares, comments, and they don't sit there and read the comments and say, oh, this is a negative one. Let's penalize them. They see the engagement period. So believe it or not, negative You're helping can help <laughs> yeah. you. And you're, you're from an SEO standpoint or a platform algorithm. The other thing, my, my biggest thing is, is very much what I think it was Josh that maybe said it. I'm not in the YouTube comments, so I can't see, but I have a philosophy of don't pick up the rope. You know, lots of people are going to lay the rope out there just trying to get you to, to pick that thing up and suck it in. And, you know, they're trolls basically, and they're trying to elicit a reaction out of you. And if you can, um, you know, get into the habit and it's hard. It took me a long time to get to the point where I just, I won't pick up the rope. I don't care what it is. I just take a step back and stuff. You're going to realize that 99% of the stuff isn't very important, you know, especially the negative stuff. Like, like Corey said, if they've got some, some legitimate feedback and they're upset, address that. But if it's something like rubbish, you're, I think you're rubbish. <laughs> No yeah. specific, you know, reasoning pertaining to the video or the content or anything. Just let them let them do their thing and move on to the next. Is my opinion. I was running on very little sleep that night when I responded back, so <laughs> uh, that was a well, that's okay. Hey, and we all, I'm, I, I'll, I'll probably do it again another hundred or fifty. I mean, times. every once in a while, you got to have a little bit of fun. Got a little. I'll, I'll make I'll I'll make a confession. So last week. And I'm sure this has happened to y'all you, you, too. Whether you're, whether you're selling a child theme or a plug-in, someone's going to say, someone's going to say, you know, so, so somebody else who's an, a, a newbie or beginner will say, hey, let's just say, for example, uh, I, I don't know. Okay, overlay. Let's say it's an overlay. All right. So, hey, does anyone know how to make an overlay in Divi? Question mark. Right. And, and, and Tim is probably going to get on there and say, Hey, check out Divi overlays. Like it's right. Yeah. But then right. someone, and so that's, so that, that kind of happened with the header. So I was like, so, okay, can I do this? Who knows how to do this with my header? I'm like, Hey, check out our plugin. It could, and, and I actually have like a text snippet, like ready to go. Right. Like, you know, yeah. And, so, yep, and <laughs> oh yeah. And so someone, Jake says, I just helicopter in, like you helicopter in, you drop something and you helicopter. So, so let's say Tim says, Hey, check out my Divi Overlays plugin. And then some, you know, let's be honest, some developer can get on there and they're going to say, well, you could easily do this with some CSS <laughs> and a, and a jQuery overlay plugin. I think I'll just stick with that comma kid. And that's <laughs> they put something like that. So then I wrote, Don't pick up the rope. Don't pick I, up the I, rope. I, 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 I saw it. It was shiny. The rope was shiny. I picked it right up. I, I picked it up. I picked it, but I redeemed myself. I picked it up and I can't remember. I, I wrote something snarky and I was like, dot, 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 son. Like, it was just like, I've been like, I could, three minutes later, I went and I deleted it. I was like, not yeah. worth it. And you I, know what, John? And I'm glad you mentioned that because that is, it's really important to talk about that when we deal with comments. I mean, all of us have been in Divi Facebook groups to where your reputation is on the line with how you respond to people. And it's very important on YouTube and comments. I've got a lot of uh, messages from people saying, wow, I'm surprised that you, you know, go through and comment back to people because it's pretty rare. So I realize that I'm being watched in the comments just as much as I am in the video. So it is very, very important. I was, we praying, he didn't, I was praying he didn't see it in the three minutes that it was up. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have, uh, we have run our hour is gone, man. Where did it go? We could talk ass. days about video marketing. Um, why don't we do some quick parting thoughts and, uh, and then we'll talk about next week's episode. Who wants to go first with parting thoughts while I look up next week's episode? I'll go first because I don't really um, have one. I, I, I came here kind of just to learn and if I thought of questions, but um but I don't know. I mean, y'all have kind of, I'm, I'm a little anti-video. I, I don't use it much anymore, even when I learn, unless it's like, um, 
something with coding um, or Photoshop, something where I really need a video. But if, given the option, I prefer text. Um, but I definitely, I, I see the more the benefits, the more I hear y'all talking about it and stuff. So where before I was like, okay, never video. Eh, maybe not never. So yeah. yeah. Leslie, you should just try one and see how it does. <laughs> like with your tutorials, try, Leslie, try one. Leslie, video awesome. email marketing. Oh God! <laughs> I've, I've been trying to get her to video for. <laughs> I know, but I don't say never. I mean, just I'm just slow to that. I'm just I have a weird relationship with marketing in general. I don't know. I'm always a customer first before a business person. I can't help it. Love it. Awesome. Well, that that's good. That's not a bad place to be. Who's next? I'll go since I'm unmuted. Um, one thing I meant to say at some point in the chat was it's really worthwhile to go back and listen to the Divi Nation interview with Nathan and Mac, their video guy, because he dishes out some really good tactical advice for YouTube. Uh, so that's worth a watch if you're interested in this. But I would just say, for me, I'm just amazed at how much video has helped me communicate. And it's really just changed the way I... Um, I get my point across because you have to cut out fluff when you're doing video, if you're doing tutorials or any kind of walkthroughs or anything like that. So I would just say, be prepared to how it might improve you as a person. It can really go so much more than just uh, video marketing. So who knows what open doors it could open for you. Absolutely. And Josh, before the next person goes, I want to say it's very good to have you back. You've been gone for a few months. You've got a beautiful bride back there on the desk. And an awesome sticker on your bulletin board, yeah, man. Yeah, that's right. I need to get a picture it. of our little one right here. And then we'll be all set. Yeah. The family. We, yeah, we expect it, it, it is family. getting a little too cluttered back there, though, Josh. I know. I, I got to do something. I, believe me. I just don't look at that wall, so I don't even worry about it. <laughs> all right. Who's next? Uh, I'll go. Um, Tim, Tim earlier said, he said passion. He said video can show, his, his video can show, show your passion. So I'd say, you know, when you go do your video, um, practice it a couple times, be passionate, share your knowledge. You're never going to, you're going to make your money back on that video or the time back. If you share your knowledge for free and then folks, they, they will visit your store or whatever, and they will, they will buy some stuff from you because you help them out and they, they'll remember that show your personality. And then, uh, David, I, I, I fully expect you to mention your guys's course, but the reason why so it's been on here, you um, said repurposing con repurposing content, killing two birds with one stone. And that's exactly why we did our course was, yeah, we want to help new people. I, I'm a teacher at heart. I want to help new people break into this industry, have a freelance lifestyle that allows us to jog and swim and do whatever we want during the day, right? We love that. Be a digital nomad, travel the country. That's awesome. But it's also, I was tired of training people um, to help out on our websites. And so it's like, why don't I just do a course and I can just run new people I want to hire through the course? Like it'd be a training course and I could sell it too. So that's what, that's what I love about. That's the power of video to me. So yeah. Thanks for having me on guys. Hey, thanks for coming, John. Yeah, absolutely. Corey. All right. Um, I, I probably come at it um, a little bit more from using video for like tutorials and um, starting uh, documentation, which is something we're looking at doing, but but I I also believe that doing you know let's say documentation videos can also help as as marketing. If you have a bunch of those videos out there, people even like before they purchase can watch the uh, the documentation video and really get a grasp of how your plugin works and how power or plugin or child theme or whatever it might be works. And um, so you know even though it's not a promo video per se, I, I think it's good to look at that as as marketing as well. So that's my two cents. My parting thoughts on video marketing is, well, number one, I'm trying a new camera angle. What do you think? <laughs> it's hard to make this old mug look as good as Josh and John and Corey. So competition. Hey, hey, Leslie, is, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, well, look, Leslie kills. She takes the cake. She eats yeah. the ball. So uh, Josh was talking about video overlays and having himself there. And I'm like, yeah, but, you know, you're good looking guy you know? video video 101 the reason john looks so thin is because his camera is up higher so the lower it is the bigger you look just an fyi look 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 at that thin david oh man there, it is. <laughs> you got, you got turtle. there you go it's called hey. turtling hey <laughs> tune in next week 
to see my <laughs> new video angle. Thank you, Josh. Um, I would say that, you know, regardless of what you're doing in your business, whether you're doing products or whether you're doing services, you definitely need to consider implementing some type of video marketing into your um, repertoire. Uh, times are changing. Things are moving very fast. All of the, everything that people are searching for are on these things. And, you know, they're going to watch a video a lot quicker in their hand than sit here and try to read text through a web page and stuff. So um, I think video marketing is definitely huge. It's only going to get bigger. And you can either get in the back of the line behind Leslie, John, Josh, Corey, Tim, and myself, or you can join us and, and, you know, um, adopting what I think is more to come in the future and stuff. So, um, I want to thank everybody for coming on. I think it's been a good episode. I think we can talk for hours about, you know, tips and tricks and why you want to do video marketing and stuff. So, um, yeah. Hey, thanks for coming everybody. Next week's topic, Divi meetups. And we're going to have the Divi meetup King, is that right, Leslie? Did I say the wrong topic? No, that's what's on the sheet. We uh, it might change, but that's that's what, what, yeah, maybe. <laughs> per, per the sheet master, Leslie, it's liable to change, which is okay. If it doesn't change, it'll be Divi meetups, and we'll have the Divi meetup guy. I want to. I'm going to throw a small pitch out here for Elegant Themes. I know that they want to do more Divi meetups, like WordPress does, and local communities and stuff. If you're a Divi user and you're watching this podcast and you have a desire to build community locally with other Divi users, Nathan B. Weller would love for you to reach out and talk about, you know, becoming a, an official organizer for Divi to do Divi meetups and stuff. So I'm okay. sure we'll talk more about it next week in depth because Nathan is slated to be on the podcast as well. So that's my final parting thoughts. Divi Nation. Awesome. Divi Thanks, Nation. guys. This has been a fun one. Yeah, we'll see y'all. We'll see y'all next week. Take care, everybody. Bye. See you.